welcome to another edition of Sunday Suppers with Sago. I'm your host, Chef Sago, and I'm joined by my illustrious host. To my right, we have Jake F.K., political analyst and political hopeful. Also, we have the maven of mayhem, Monroe Lawrence, feminist, foodie, and fellow chef. And he may rally your thoughts and make you roll your eyes, but this shake brings all the fans to the yard. Recording artist and rappreneur Shake is weighing in with us tonight. And then we have Taylor Drigger, our special guest tonight, who has tailor-made answers to all things that are hot topics on our show. So guys, let's get right into it. But before we get into it, let's get into a celebratory mood. Tonight is our very first launch of Sunday Suppers with Sago. We are airing tonight, January 22nd, which is the Chinese New Year. So now it's official. We are 2023 all over the world. And before we get into that, let's have a quick look at what you all's thoughts are about possibly going into the new year. Any resolutions that have already failed or anything that you want to now change your mind about doing in 2023? Well, let's I mean, talk with you. I have some new year resolutions that actually I accomplished. And matter of fact, I'm... Honestly, I mean, my new year is planning itself out. All I can see is nothing but success. Okay. Cool. Ready for 2023. All right. What about you, Monroe Lawrence? I already failed the other day. I had a beer. What was the resolution to do in 2023? Drop 30 pounds. I know it's not going to happen overnight, but, you know. But it's just a beer. I know. I'm just trying was to it be multiple more healthy beers? this year. Okay. No, it was multiple beers. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't just that one fall off no, the wagon. No, I did good. I made it seven days, okay? All right. Okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, JKFK, what about way. you? Uh, starting meal prepping and uh, stay on topic with my uh, workouts. So that's pretty much. So far, I'm still in. All right. Become a millionaire. Become a millionaire? You want to add one to yours? That's what all of them lead to. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Let's hope you get there. I just need a healthier year. Taylor, so. you're our special guest in the house tonight. I hope. What do you think? What are you looking to do? Just uh, keep having fun, man. What's fun? I don't know. What is fun? If I don't know. Yeah, it's really a subjective word. Joke. I didn't know if you were going philosophical. I just thought, <laughs> like, hanging out all night, like, binge no, drinking. Yeah, yes. Keep doing Okay. <laughs> keep doing all that. All right. But maintain liver health. Man. Okay. <laughs> On behalf of Sunday Supper, with Sago, please drink responsibly. And maintain your liver health. Liver health. All right. Well, one of my resolutions for this year is to go after my better purpose. So right now, I don't know what that better purpose is, but it's already starting out really good because this is a celebration. All of this show has been manifested by everybody in this room. We have a full crew for all you all at home that aren't able to really see us right now. But we had a delicious Asian meal tonight in honor of the celebration. And what we started out with was a bok choy salad. We also had our famous fried rice made by Sago, I authenticated, put a little bit of my black scent on it, but I think it did really well. And then we had some stir fry, and we also had the hoisin pork with a nice vegetable egg roll, and we finished our palate with dessert with a nice lo so bien, which is an Asian cookie that is often served over in China with green tea ice cream and a mint leaf just to finish it off and freshen your breath. But now let's get on into the topics. Guys, we've had a really crazy year in 2022 as we now come into 2023. And all things politics was discussed from who did what and who shot John and who didn't do it last and whose fault it is that we're in the state that we're in in America. So I'm going to throw this ball to JKFK. What would you say is the thing that you need your new president look to look like without naming a candidate? Because we all don't really necessarily know where we're going. Who do you think? 
Well, I would say someone who's a good speaker, strong leadership, uh, focused on GDP and border security, strength, let's bring back manufacturing here maybe and uh, stop excessive spending outside of the country and mm -hmm. stop excessive spending on needless programs. We need to stop adding to the deficit. Uh, if we if we decide to pass new bills, maybe not just create new money out of nowhere, maybe use something out of our uh, budget and uh, let's try and get this inflation thing under control. Okay. All right. Monroe, what are you thinking? For me, it's the health care. Like, we need better health care. We need better education. And I just don't know how that's going to happen. Like, okay. I just don't know when the change is going to happen, but it needs to. But a candidate with a plan could definitely be somebody you would consider. Oh, yes. Okay. 100%, especially when it comes to women's health care and women's rights. That's 100% what I back. Okay. All right. Shake, what about you? I would just, the key to everything is to fix fix our criminal system. Okay. In what ways, though? Like what, just laws. You know, like um, people who become felons for small stuff and, you know, lose all their rights and have to struggle through life. And, you know, people who get locked up and, you know, can't afford bails and bonds. You know, I feel like there should be second chance for people like that. I mean, I can get if you do something bad like murder, mm -hmm. you know, something like that serious. You're saying nonviolent. But when you're like just get caught selling something or get pulled over or mess up or get caught drunk behind the wheel. Some people really lose their entire life over one little mistake. Drunk behind the wheel is a big Once mistake. you go into that system, just taking it from benefit, once you go in front of a judge, you go behind them bars, that's it. What are you thinking, Taylor? What, I don't what, know if we've ever had like an anti-establishment anarchist punk rock president. That might be fun be for awesome. 2023. <laughs> hey, that here. might be something we could get behind. Okay. Yeah. What what issue would he represent that represents uh, all of them? All of them and none of them. You know, let's just let's let's shake things up, you know. Mm -hmm. Like uh that'd be fun. It'll never happen. But that'd be fun. I don't know. Let's it's tear possible. this whole thing down. The voting age, I mean the voters, their age, that demographic, that generation that you represent are now wanting different things than It sort of feels like there are no year. rules. Since COVID, since mm -hmm. the year twenty twenty, it sort of feels like everything's off the table. Okay. But there's still a there's still a driver driving the bus. Okay. I say we get rid of the driver. <laughs> let the kids let the kids drive the bus. See what happens. It might be fun. So a free fall for America. Is that what you're asking for? Absolutely. Let's All start right. over. Rather than us free fall, I would like for us to consider some of the better things that will help us have more sustainability in a world that seems like it's deteriorating from the inside out beyond just politics. Like our recent food crisis that we're expected to have in 2023, this is like one of the highest food costs we've had in 41 years. Mm -hmm. And so right now, if you all can just think and imagine what it costed for eggs, because most of us at this table weren't probably here 41 years ago, and most of us who are in this room right now tonight airing this show, if they were, they definitely didn't have a personal wallet to this issue. What are you all doing to kind of get around the food crisis? Like, what, what things are you putting in place? Because, you know, it's very difficult to feed an entire family. And I know, Monroe, you are a mother of a child and a wife. So what, what, what do you think on that? How is it affecting your household? 
It's really bad because I feel awful when my kid refuses to eat something. His toddlers are the pickiest freaking eaters. <laughs> and so I feel bad when he wants to throw it away. I want to save it. I save it. It ends up getting thrown away like in a couple of days. It's very infuriating. Like, you know what Jake was saying? He wants to meal prep. Like, that's a great freaking goal, dude. Like, I hope you get to do that. <laughs> the thing is, is people get worn out because you literally only prep, like, what, two meals for the whole week. Like, two, like you can mix well, things up, but yeah. it's just hard because you buy everything in bulk, so you try to save. And I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I buy, I have to buy frozen chicken now because chicken's really expensive. We had this conversation mm -hmm. last week when we, we were talking about this. We eggs did. are ridiculously expensive. And my kid eats the crap out of eggs. Oh my gosh, which I'm very grateful he eats eggs. Mm -hmm. um, charcuterie board, those way to go for all you mothers out there. Like, give them little snacks. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, no. Feel, uh, food prep, having to freeze stuff. I mean, even my veggies. Like, I will, you know, prep my veggies and freeze them because I like fresh veggies. I will... If they're on sale, I will get frozen vegetables, but even for um, seasons and meal preps, like I want to use peppers or onions. If I don't want them to go bad, there's a sale on onions. I will cut everything up. I will put it in ice cube trays and put broth in there and then just use that as I go, like just start everything like a meal prep situation. So you're extending like the life of like your food. Prep situation. So yeah. your freezer is your friend. Yeah, I have the smallest freezer. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's very difficult. Taylor, I'd like for you to weigh in tonight because you're one of those food people who not only are you someone who is uh, now familiar to our industry based on some of the things we've discussed, you have worked in food industry as one of the suppliers and purveyors. Sure. Can you give us some uh, answers to why we're experiencing this at this point? Yeah, the supply chain is pretty... Um, right now, uh, it's rough out there. Yeah, there's going to be inflation. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> Supply chain's not getting any better. If you have to, yeah, steal from corporations. The views from Taylor Trigger, especially his, they have nothing to do with Sunday service with Sago. <laughs> and this is why I want to buy goats and chickens. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. I, didn't you have like three, four dollar eggs or something? Or three <laughs> for five? Three get, for five dollars? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was to say. It was a I do want to get chickens, but where I live, there's snakes and stuff, so I've always put it off. But I want like five chickens, like two goats. So no, just why a goat and a cow? Because I don't have a big backyard. Goats are very cute and they eat a lot of things, so they're easier to maintain. They're cheaper. Same okay. with chickens, they'll eat your scraps. Oh, wow. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just more, you know, cost efficient. All right, and you think you'll be able to sustain cheaper on that? If I grew a vegetable garden, but I have a black thumb, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, feed costs are up too. All right. Yeah. Well, I know. We'll figure out something. Other than the food industry being effed up, do you know any other reasons that we're dealing with right now? Because I had heard that fuel, because yeah, that has Yeah, when the price of diesel and the price of gas goes up, everything's going to go up. And yeah, when prices go up, corporations are all about maximizing shareholders' profits and value. So those prices aren't going to come down. Like, you're not going to see prices come down you're just when fuel prices go back down. They're just It's going to be a new normal. And employers will pay more eventually, but that takes years to catch up. So this, these are the interim years where it happens. There are fat years and there are thin years. That's a cycle. Mm -hmm. We're in a thin cycle. So hold on. Okay. Hold on. It's the nature of it. You know, well, it's an ebb and a flow. What suggestions would you give anybody based on what you know on the other side of people? Other than theft, <laughs> what are some of the serious things that people can think about doing? 
for the community themselves. gardens. So you think community gardens would be good to work in a restaurant? That's a free meal. I think it is. That's I one of the reasons why I started. And you can steal from your restaurant mm-hmm. too. No, at set, I mean that's when I really got in like to start cooking. I cooked for this little Vietnamese lady. She had a little cafe. As soon as I started working for her, I got pretty much hooked because I was like, this is a really good way to live because I don't have to ever buy food because you normally get free or percentage off of your food while you're working, and I at least work during two of my meals. Okay. So, you know, I didn't have a lot of money growing up, so it was, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And then if you didn't eat both your meals that day, you at least pack it up for dinner the next day. So you would say mindful eating is one way to get on the other side of everything that we do. And recycle your leftovers. Learn to to break down. If you buy a whole fish, Mm -hmm. use the head. Make salmon head soup. It'll Mm -hmm. expand your culinary horizons. Okay. And you'll have more food. Like, you can very cheaply use ingredients to mm-hmm. make good food and people just don't do it mm-hmm. but when times are you have to sort of dip in and 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 it'll make you a better cook use use the scraps yeah. use your scraps soups and casseroles casseroles yeah. are a big yeah. thing yeah. and you can freeze your casseroles There's tons freeze of, your the, dude the best cuisines come from like thin times mm-hmm. like really good cuisines come from just making like sushi comes from how they transported fish across japan mm-hmm you know, they ferment it and press sushi. It's disgusting. If you've ever had it, it smells terrible. But this <laughs> is where sushi comes from. Mm-hmm. It's about not wasting anything, using every part of everything that you have. Right. That comes from way worse economic times than we have mm-hmm. now. So use everything. Just okay. get good at using everything you have. All the byproduct of certain things like produce, you can turn those into vegetable, yeah. you know, bases for your soups and stocks retain those and things, stocks, way. freeze it. You know, chop it up and put it in something that you don't have to have that maybe al dente for because, you know, the water will break it down. People learning how to can things, too, because pickled, yeah. pickled almost everything is oh, delicious. Yes. <laughs> That's what I come from, like the farm yeah. background. Like, I have eggs free, so, I mean, I mean not free. There's just a little work into it, but eggs, yeah. sheep. Yeah, we about the spicy quail eggs. The yeah. Spicy oh, yeah, those eggs. are great. So. We don't have any quails anymore, oh. unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, pickling, canning, all of that, those are <clears> old things that are passed down uh, we've gotten too spoiled and too like fast and easy and convenient our grandparents had rougher economic times than we did yeah, and they adapted mm-hmm. and we will have to too yeah that's where we are the thing is instant gratification mm-hmm. instagram and look at what i'm eating <laughs> do the things that are hard and it will serve you well Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we do live in an instant pop culture kind of space right now where everybody wants more than they should have and they want it yesterday. Speaking of something that I read about yesterday, I was looking at an article where this uh, movie is coming back to be shot again this January that started two years ago. Did you all hear about this Hudgens movie that she was in with Alec Baldwin where she accidentally got shot? And who didn't hear about production? Thing, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not sure because that happened so long ago, it slipped my mind and it even came back full yeah. circle. But now it's coming back full circle because Hollywood is set to go to slate with filming this film again. And the crazier yeah. part about it is that her son is now the executive producer behind this whole thing. So It's kind of interesting. Do you think that maybe this is a little disrespectful to continue on? Because now it's back in civil proceedings where they're trying to bring charges up against Alec Baldwin, allegedly. Right now, this month. So the movie goes back to shot. It goes to court. It just seems like either it's a really bad Hollywood ploy or maybe it's just bad timing. Everything is just happening the way it is. January seems to be a year hearing. What are you all thinking about that? Once they've said sorry and they've settled her estate, would it be good enough? 
is sorry good enough? And let's just move on and make the movie and her legacy. How would you feel if that was your situation? This is your significant other who's killed on a film set. I would definitely want money if they were going to go back. I mean, I'd want money regardless, whether it's for the family or for the person who died, whether it's like their charity or just something in their name. But I don't think it's wrong for them to go back into production as long as the wronged party gets money and gets taken care of because, you know, hindsight, nobody knows it was supposedly an accident. You know, it... If I were the person who died, I would want my legacy to live on because even though I'm not in the movie anymore or whatever happened, your name is still part of that movie, so your legacy still would live on. Shade, what are you thinking about it? You're in entertainment. What if you uh, actually were in a similar situation like that? I mean, I always bounce back. One thing about me is I adapt. That's just how I've always been. Mm -hmm. You know, you uh, put me in, a, in the woods with some wolves, I come back pack leader. Uh, well, so I don't, I mean, I, I want to see the movie. Okay. Uh, it, I mean, there was a movie called The Crow back in the day. The mm -hmm. lead actor died. Right. There are several movies um, like that through and history. And I, think the, I think the movie's still going to be worth watching. I'm not a big uh, fan of Mr. Baldwin, but I, I mean, I don't know how, who you hold accountable in these situations. In any normal situation, there was an accident, say. Right. Uh, there's still going to be some kind of repercussions whether it's an accident or not mm -hmm. um in this i mean i think there's a chain of custody with who handled that that firearm beforehand and but, that person isn't being held but it wasn't a prop it's still a real firearm yeah. behind, the whole situation just messed up. behind the scenes the original crew quit that morning that yeah. was the story that was given and someone didn't do their due diligence when they broke for lunch i just and, never thought that'd be the way yeah like wow, it just shows you everybody you trust and you're around in the industry. Whenever you're, whenever you're too, whenever you're the best, cross you quick. Oh, wow, you know. back in my, that might be a deeper conversation for another day. What do you think, Taylor? Dude, I think wolves would eat your face off. Is what I think. I've been dying to say that. <laughs> you're not going into the woods and taming wolves. I will tame them. I'm telling you, man. They're having a shake snack. Okay, moving on. That was a high fit, but yeah, wolves would eat your face off. I uh, think if you played animal and you actually, if you really like, really. No, you really animal, think this? No, I'm saying no. It's like if you play it, like play it animal, like for real. Like there's been a lot of real stories in Alaska about stuff. If you play it animal, you fight that male, that pack gonna bow to you. You're not okay. You're not. If you beat the male, if you beat the pack leader, you know what I'm saying. You're not gonna beat the pack. Have you ever like been I beaten mean, by a dog? <laughs> Even I mean, like, yeah. they are strong. Yeah, I, I, I you're gonna die be, quick with wolves. Bad, wolves are gonna kill you. That's all. But yeah, back to the movie thing. I, I would say just don't make it. So it's so tainted. Like if it's done right, the movie's already. It's not gonna be good enough to overcome. This was just a yeah, like a, an accident. Like there was no malicious intent. Right. Nobody wanted anybody to die. There. Right. And it's terrible when things like that happen. I agree. And the only thing you can do now is move on and try. People are never going to be whole from this. Alec Baldwin will never be whole from. Like no right. one will ever be the same. This I changes agree. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, her son is the new EP on the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's right. It sounds like you're trying to make people as whole as possible. Like, do the right thing, at least. Okay. And th that's all you can do. That's a good Don't thing. make the movie, because it's not going to be good enough to overcome this, but yeah. if you're trying to make make things right, make mm -hmm. things whole, 
Make it make sense. Yeah, make it. I mean, bring her son along. Yeah, do something in her honor. Mm -hmm. This is what she really wanted. If she was like passionate about making this movie, great. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it's that's a crazy story. It is a crazy thing that happened, and crazy things happen. That's true. Life is random and unpredictable, and even with famous people. What about you, Jacob King? Uh, I mean, it's a tragic situation. You said you wanted to see the movie, right? Uh, Yeah, I would like to. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if nothing else, until next time, thank you for joining us for a wonderful edition of Sunday Suppers with Sago. I am again your host. And until next time, I love you like cooked food.